0: And now, the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hansbro. What's up everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Tyler's notch just fell off. This is Sleep Dog with the Big Hulk.
1: What's up everybody? It's a Hulk uh, at the Nest. Beautiful day in Raleigh. Actually, it's a little cloudy, um, but we got a great episode coming for you not a
0: lot of material not but uh, a lot going on just one thing mm-hmm. and that is Tar Heel football kicking off on saturday i am like well i'm drinking coffee at the moment but i've been drinking water like pretty religiously for the last i don't know 24 to 48 hours because we're gonna need it saturday it's a night game they don't call me a wake dog uh, you start kicking off around eight thirty. I start nodding off around 9 eight thirty kickoff. Yeah. I, I want to say it's eight thirty. Decided to do that, dude. I mean,
1: why in the hell will we do eight thirty kickoff? You're talking about a a midnight. I mean, the things can get done done at midnight. What a shit show, dude.
0: I mean, it's the I'm, best I'm part I'm of college my football. Foot
1: down. That's bullshit. Well,
0: uh, like like that, we're not actually gonna do it. Now I'm trying. Now you got me wondering for no. When, when is it, Pablo? Is it eight or eight thirty? 830? I think it's A30. Big one. Florida Jeez. AM. Powerhouse coming in town. Florida AM. Uh huh. Where's that? It's like kind of like Texas AM, but from Florida. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's gonna be a big one. Um I thought they just went to school in the morning. Yeah, I just uh I just Googled, started Googling our depth chart. You know, Drake May, shout out starting QB. Uh brother Luke May. I think he's gonna be a stud. What do we got, Pablo? Eight fifteen. 15 8-15. Meet us in the middle. That'll give us an extra, extra 15 a shut-eye at the at the other end of it. Yeah, dude, can't wait. Caroline, I've been saving my money, so I have at least, you know, fucking four claws before I go bankrupt at the Caroline Inn. Um, I, I strategically invited friends that won't give a shit if we don't go to the game. Um, and that's, you know... Tar Heel fans, listen, and criticize me all you want. I'm just saying, like, a lot of times we just don't wind up going because the claws get to flowing and you lose track of time Mm -hmm. and next thing you know. And, uh, yeah, and so maybe we make it, maybe we don't. But if we do, I'll I'll make it to this one. Because, man, night games, opening kick, man, it's just fun. Especially now they sell alcohol, the stadium fills up before the game starts.
1: Yeah, it'll be a fun game. Not Uh,
0: nearly the hype around the team it was last year, though.
1: Yeah, not the hype, but that might be good. Um, you know, you want to have high expectations leading into the season a lot of times because, um, you know, it gets the fans involved and also kind of get your confidence and everyone, you know, hey, we're ready to go. We're going to have a great year. But, uh, you know, sometimes you can fly under the radar, uh, kind of like we did last year in uh, mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. and uh, wound up in the national championship game and, uh, you know, sleep. I don't know shit about football. Yeah. Uh, but, I know um, that the game's late. Yeah. And it's going to end later. Yeah. Obviously. Usually does. And hopefully the Big Hawk can stay up for the game um, because Jesus Christ, people. A um, midnight finish is absolutely insane to me. But hey, we'll do it. Um,
0: I'm looking forward to it. The traffic would be really easy to get in. It would be really easy to get out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, a game will really realistically be over. It's a TV game. So what? I don't know, 11? You gotta call it three hours. You'd be out of there at eleven. It'd take you, you know, a month of Sundays to get your car out of its parking spot, and then you got to go out to. You know, I will guarantee you the game will not be over at eleven. But yeah, that's two forty-five. I mean, yeah, probably not. Did you know uh, NFL game is
1: thirty to forty-five minutes shorter than a college game?
0: I didn't. Now I do. And uh, that's the one thing. A play I've- clock longer, shorter, or something than NFL. Pablo, do
1: you know why that is? I think it's because of their um I think the the clock runs differently on something, but in Oh, co- it's like
0: in certain instances like the out of bounds clock, clock doesn't stop when a player goes out of bounds and
1: Yeah. And this has been my qualm with uh, college football is why is it so damn long?
2: the so sorry it says in college football when a first down is gained the game clock stops until the ball is set by the referee right in the nfl first downs do not stop the game clock correct that's what it is
0: yeah no that's definitely correct but there's also a rule where if a player is forced out of bounds in a certain situation i think the clock keeps going like you'll see the, you know, sometimes you'll see a guy go out of bounds and the referee will run over there and just be cranking his arm like to keep the <laughs> clock rolling, and it's weird. I don't know, I yeah. don't know what the fuck goes on, but yeah, I mean it's uh it's a marathon out there on Saturdays at night game, man, because um, you know you're gonna show up in town because you're excited, you know you're ready, you like you think you're ready, you're like oh yeah sure three o'clock. All right, yeah, maybe I'll get there a little bit. Three o'clock, two or three o'clock, you know, get my parking spot, you know, get a little lunch maybe before you leave or whatever. Next thing you know, buddy, it is dick in the dirt, claws in the bloodstream, and it's like 630, and you're like, damn, the sun's still out. I'm plastered. Yeah. How am
1: I going to make it? Sunburned as well.
0: Yeah, and then you head over there to the stadium, and, you know, you start nodding, right around the time when the game slows down. Like at first everybody's good. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And then, then they start handing the ball off. The next thing you know, it's like, damn, it's, it's uh, 17 to six at halftime. And you're just like, man, how am I going to make it? I
1: usually don't stay the whole game. I'll be honest with you. But the one thing I did like, especially back in school, is when the game was going on, being able to hear them uh, you know, first down Carolina or something mm-hmm. like that, all through campus. Uh, you know, it was pretty cool. I did like that, and you could hear the crowd chanting a little bit. Uh, but you know, it's a good, it's always a better vibe in Chapel Hill. Yeah. You know, the first football game is like, yeah, this is, we're here now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's back for school, kind of gearing up. And as a basketball player, I know that, okay, now preseason is about to start, and I kind of get excited. And also, um, you know, before the games uh, for the basketball team, um, you know we have some great pickup games. Uh, usually, some recruits come in, and you know that's where you get to test out some of these guys that you get you know hear about that are really good high school players. They come in, we want them to come to Carolina, but you know they they kind of play with the team and you can test them a little bit, especially when I was in college. But um, yeah, it's an exciting time. It is. I like the feel, and you, also it starts to cool down a little bit. Because uh, it has been a
0: scorcher out lately. Mm-hmm. A little chance of rain. Um, doesn't look too too imposing. Eighty five degrees. That's your high. Your low is uh, less than that. Sixty seven. So you know you can be coming in right no, around seventy 69. Nice. Okay. Yeah, but we don't play on Monday. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, got it. Nailed it. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, six o'clock. Or fucking a, I don't even know where we're at. Threw me for threw me for a loop. We play football on Saturday, eight fifteen. Florida A and M, no jack dick about them. What's the spread? Mm, Good question. Let's
1: let's ask. Uh, How about this? I'll say we win by
0: fifteen. See, this is when you find out, which is a weird. That's yeah, as highly unlikely. Um, this is when you start finding out early. A lot of people say those games don't mean anything, and that's true. Um, but you start finding out: are you going to go into this game and clobber somebody, which is what should happen, right? Uh, like uh, they matter if you lose them. Yeah, it would. definitely uh, matter if you lose them. Uh, what hell's yeah, really? is spread here? Uh, I guess it ain't even. It ain't even posted yet. Huh. Um. Well, anyway, let's see if we can get it here. Tyler,
2: I'm curious. You've played some late night games. Like, is it tougher to play when you have like a nine fifteen T like tip off compared to the six o'clock? Like how how is that different for y'all? hundred
1: percent. It's a total different preparation. Um it's uh no one practices at nine, period. And so you know, it's the rhythm's off a little bit. The problem to me is the next day, I'm exhausted. I'm totally wiped. Because when you play, athletes are always taught to be kind of hyped up for games, you know, the music, the atmosphere, the fans. And so you have that adrenaline going. And also, I mean, it's after games, it's you're always thinking about, you know, plays or, you know, something that you didn't do or something that you really liked. And so it's, really hard to calm down and to get a good night's sleep after, especially a late night game. Um, so for me, if if I'm just guessing, uh, 9.15 for a basketball game, I would probably leave 12.30, 12. Um, and then you're talking about two, three hours of just trying to wind down and you know calm down to get some sleep. So that's where the biggest thing, and, and not to mention though, and I know the TV is a big deal about this, but the real people who this is really tough on are the, you know, the maintenance workers at these arenas who have to flip the court, you know, put this, you know, put the stands or, you know, fix the stadium and put the stands back and get everything right. You know, a lot of times, you know, they're leaving two, three in the morning or, you know, one in the morning, and they have to be back at work at 8 a.m., Um you know, a lot of people don't think about things like that, but um, the sweet spot for me probably tip. Uh, I do like the late night games. Let's not get that twisted, because I think there's a great energy about having a game at seven, especially if it's a rival uh, Sunday. You know, the Duke, you know, rivalry sometimes three thirty four. That's a pretty good one on a Sunday. Uh, but if you're talking about Saturday in college, you know, I kind of like the. Anywhere from five to seven. Sometimes I like the four. The noon games, you got to get up early. And uh, wasn't a big fan of that one.
0: 99.6 on the matchup predictor on ESPN for the Tar Heels. Looks promising. Um, stranger shit's happened, but it looks like Florida A&M, the Rattlers, looks like they suck. So they won four of their last five last year and uh, we lost three of our last five, so a uh, decidedly different slate of opponents uh, nonetheless, but um, that's why you play them. that's why you play them. old rattlers, man. I dude, guarantee there's gonna be a whole you know that whole opponent section and the crowd are gonna be shaking like like uh, baby rattles or something. Is dude. that a rattlesnake? Is that what they're implying? Well their logo is very blatantly a snake. And their name is the Rattlers. I'm guessing that those are rattlesnakes. Do they even have rattlesnakes in Florida? They have some of the weirdest shit in Florida that the world has ever seen. So I would imagine they're probably rattlesnakes in Florida. I'll, I'll I'll go. Against, I think we should I'll find go against out. that. Yeah,
1: you don't I'll think there's rattlesnakes? That. I you think, think there are more only... Texas,
0: Oklahoma, Arizona, oh, no. Arizona, Southern Missouri. Dude, there's rattlesnakes in North Carolina. Very rare, but they're there. Well, that's you know. I mean, should they've been the unicorns? Let's find out if there's a rattlesnake in Florida. There was a damn zebra cobra right down the street here last this time last year. So I don't see why there can't be a rattler
2: in in florida where don't shit make sense looks like we got the eastern diamondback rattlesnake in florida mm-hmm. the timber rattlesnake in mm-hmm. florida and the dusky pygmy rattlesnake in um, florida
0: i bet that's what they are too they're the dusty pig meat rattlers <clears throat> and i'm telling you dude you don't fuck with a dusty pygmy rattler because 0.4 percent can turn into before you know it. So, you know, we go into this game, like obviously you're supposed to win this game by a billion, right? And in my opinion, that's what these games are for. Like you got to. Like we've played some seasons where we had some hype and we opened up against like LSU or, you know, South Carolina or some big SEC game on the road or whatever, neutral site kind of thing. And I mean, those games are exciting and, you know, we, we often wind up on the losing end of them. But I think games like this just really set the tone for everybody, right? Like you're able to get out, get in a groove, and find what works, and and not really worry about um, mistakes costing you and things like that. So I still think that even though you're supposed to win this game, if we go out and we win this game 31 to 17, like I don't think that's a good good performance. We go out there and win this game 42 to nine, some shit like that. Like then you're like, all right, cool. Then you got something to build on. Uh, You go out here and win this shit 17 to 10. And I mean, you gonna see Sleep Dogs tickets going on down Ticketmaster, real quick, like.
1: I'll tell you this. I don't know. Obviously, I say this. Before I talk fun. football. I don't know shit about football. But if I'm if I'm looking at this, I look at you know you. This is where, you know, you have guys that perform really well in practice and um obviously we we lost a lot of talent last year um it's wholly totally different team we have some guys you know who I think they want to step up now and kind of make themselves known how do you take what you've done in practice and put it on the big stage when it really counts because it's a totally different atmosphere when the lights come on and as an athlete you know it You always have players on the team who are really good at practice, really good in scrimmaging. But when the lights come on, something changes. Just like something's a little different where they don't perform as well as they did in practice. And I think this is what, you know, a team on the first day uh, of all sport, you know, usually professional, you kind of know what you're getting. But in college, you want to see all right, who's going to perform. And sometimes you could find some guys that are opposite. Mm -hmm. They haven't been really good in practice, but all of a sudden, when they go in that two arena, something changes, okay, like a switch. And then they just get the job done, they make winning plays, and all of a sudden, like, man, this kid's good, and we need to play him. That's why I think you play these teams that, you know, from the outside, it looks like we should just destroy them, because it gives you a chance to kind of put in players that might not... You know, if you're playing LSU, you're going to go with who you think is going uh-huh. to win you that game. Versus if you play Florida at A and M, okay, now here's a chance to kind of play everybody when you get a lead to see what happens. And uh, it's good also for those uh, players to get a feel for what it's like in that arena to get a you know get a feel for catching the ball when it's yep. you know the the crowds into it, the music is behind you. Um, but you know, I'm looking forward to it and. You know, that's, that's what I would evaluate as a coach.
0: Yeah, we got some older players on offense. We've got some, you know, we got some older guys on the offensive line, which, you know, kind of matters. Um, you know, you got they just announced earlier today you got Drake May starting. I think there was a lot of speculation as to whether he would start or, uh, or Jacoby would start. You got uh, British Brooks went down. Unfortunately, he's out for the year, but you got a plethora, I think, of – guys that seem suitable enough to, to follow in his footsteps. Uh, see what I did there? Following in their footsteps and running back. Um, you know, I don't know. It just depends. And, like, I'm going to not be as optimistic as I was last year because I was optimistic last year. And that shit really, uh, it, you know, bit, you, bit me like a damn rattler right in the damn ass because – we didn't go undefeated, and we didn't win the national championship. Sam Howe didn't win the Heisman Trophy, although he looks kind of like a Heisman Trophy winner in a preseason football for the Commanders when they put him in every game, like seven minutes left in the thing, um, against a bunch of other guys that played high school somewhere. Nonetheless, you know, cautiously optimistic that we will wind up in the um, – Just I, uh, we were on this run the other day coming up with with bowl games that we could – could potentially go to that's what we should post on instagram send us your best bowl game name that the tar heels are going to wind i would up love in. to be in a cookie bowl
1: um <laughs> what what do we struggle at last year was it defense or uh, was it the o-line or just everything yeah it was quite okay. i mean really we had two options on throw. offense
0: it was either sam was going to throw it to what downs or sam was going to run it on offense and yeah then on defense you forget it i mean I could have played quarterback. I thought
1: Sam ran it too much last year. Yeah. Um you know, personally, you know, when you have a quarterback like that, you you try not to have him run that much because it's such a liability. Um and uh you know, I would like to see us improve off of what, what happened last year. I think a lot of people were disappointed and you know, that's coming from what the football Mac Brown said, and it's kind of the coaching staff, they had more, they had better expectations than what they performed. And, you know, what I'd like to see is a team come out hungry and, you know, they always say the hungry dog's the fastest dog. Uh And so, you know, (sighs) I would like us, you know, to go out with the mindset this year, we don't give, we don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about us. We're coming. We're going to play hard every single game. We're not going to have a bad attitude, uh, no bad body language. And we're going to compete as a coach that's what I would want to see from any sports team. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, shit, dude. That's about it. I don't know. We um, next next things going on though is uh, Baker Mayfield started Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, that's the uh, literally the only relevant I think NFL news. Literally, potentially the only relevant sports news going on besides the Tar Heels playing football. Um, we'll post some picks. We'll go back to Baker in a second. We'll post our picks on our page closer to the game. Uh, you want to come find us, you come find us at Carolina Inn prior to the game. The sucker will be out tomorrow. You guys will, will know and uh, I promise we won't be hard to find up there. Um, Definitely putting White Claws in the trunk of my car though. Uh, So, Baker Mayfield starter in Carolina is also probably relevant for our audience. What do you think about Baker? I like Baker. Um, The reason I like him Well, hold on. I don't
1: think Baker is as bad as what the uh, media has made him out to be. Uh, I think he's a much better quarterback than uh, a lot of what the media thinks. And I think he's taken a lot of um, criticism, which he doesn't deserve. And I think in the media, I think a lot of people... They see somebody say something, now mm-hmm. it's just a copy. It. Mm-hmm. I'm going to copy it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's happened with Baker, but also he didn't do himself any favors by the way he handled the media. Um, but uh, I haven't seen him as active social on social media. And I like that. I yeah. like that he, he's kind of been under the radar. And, you know, there's a reason he was such a high pick. And, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland has not worked out for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I. You know he has provided some enthusiasm for the Panther fans, and oh, I like yeah. to see that. And uh, it's not like Sam Darnold was, you know, he's oh, he's not God. John Elway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was a reason why they 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 went out and got Baker as well. Uh, there wasn't a lot of options, but um, yeah, I would like to see what he does. I'd like to see a second chance, and you know, see him away from that you know the browns i think when he first when he first got drafted to the browns they hit, they were a, just a bad culture in general so uh we'll see
0: yeah i think i think baker's fine man like i don't think you know he's he's that bad of a player i don't think he's going to win you a super bowl i don't think the panthers are ever going to win a fucking super bowl so it doesn't matter um i just think that uh you know He's a per- makes perfect sense. I, you know, he, to me, he's like he hustles. He's got like some moxie that maybe borders on arrogance or used to. I think uh, he's hard not to like in like those insurance commercials and shit like that. But he's good. Yeah, you know, I just think he's he's a good player. Um, I, I tell you what, I'd rather fucking Washington picked him up than fucking Carson Wentz. I think he's really good on the insurance commercials. Oh, he's great on him. Yeah, dude, he's like makes me want to buy insurance on those people. <laughs> Don't even remember who it is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be um, – they don't have any weapons. Mac- McCaffrey gets
1: – you know, he do, plays
0: like three games a year.
1: Do you think he's the best player in football? McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey. No, I don't.
0: I don't understand it. I don't understand the hype that people have. So, obviously, at this point, everybody knows I'm a card guy, right? There's um, – What year is this for him? I don't know. Five, six. Um, but people are super hyped on him in the card market. You know, in in a, in a world where in football all the only cards that matter are, are quarterbacks, really, but like everybody likes him, the same way everybody likes um, son of a bitch. I can't remember. I, I was like McCaffrey. Uh, I mean, I like the guy.
1: I do. I think. Um, you know, I've I did fantasy football with uh one. I there was a group of people. I had one real close friend. He asked me to join the group, so I'm in it. Uh, I got him. Uh, in an auction draft huh. and so my expectations are really high yeah. i've been reading everywhere they say he's gonna be like a top five fantasy player
0: yeah he will be which. for about six games until he gets hurt and then it'll be out for 10 <laughs> and then you'll be holding on like do i drop him do i hold him do i trade him and you ask hold on to uh, him you're up to, to your contract well so. you're gonna get you'll get might get a season out of him and yeah, that'll I be might good get
1: one full season it'll it'll be
0: split in very like uh r- you know rugged ways but like McCaffrey is the Mike Trout of football, in my opinion. Like people think Mike Trout is Mickey Mantle, and and dude, Mike Trout is a badass dude. But I mean, he's like hurt as often as he's healthy. It's the whole best abilities availability kind of thing. Like it's dude, like the AD, huh? Anthony Davis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another Yeah, I get yeah. It. Another guy. That, like, dude, there's no doubt these guys are incredible players, but mm-hmm. they're motherfuckers ain't never playing. Kawhi is the same way. Like People are like, Kawhi is one of the greatest players of all No, motherfucker don't play. Kyrie Irving, greatest player. No, he don't play. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. But, I mean, football is definitely shaping up to be fun because you've got a lot of players, NFL football, because you got a lot of players that are in a lot of, like, Kind of new places. Uh, You got some sort of change in the guard coming on with a bunch of these new quarterbacks. I'm interested to see what Herbert does, Burrow, Josh Allen, like, you know, you still got Mahomes and those guys. Um, I don't know, man. You got some, uh, you've been watching, do you watch Hard Knocks? No, I haven't. But
1: back to your quarterback, um, I used to watch Hard Knocks. I loved it, especially when Ocho Cinco was on there. (laughs)
0: That was probably peak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kiss the Baby. He was great. But I think there's going to be one quarterback that's going to have a, Uh, he's been an MVP candidate. I think he's gonna have a big year. Uh, Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is going to have a great year. He got Devontae Adams and he has Wilder who's one of the better tight ends. I think he's got a lot of weapons and, uh, that's the one quarterback. I didn't get him in my fantasy. I tried, but, uh, one of my best friends wanted to drive up the price on me. And so now he has two, uh, quarterbacks instead of two legit players. So he could have them, um, and uh, I'm stuck with
0: Matt Ryan. So, um, yeah. Matt, you I got think about he's... as good a chance of winning a championship with Matt Ryan as Derek Carr does of winning the MVP. I mean, there's just no fucking way. I don't know where all this stuff is coming from. There's like some some buzz around Tom Brady not being at camp yet, and this mystery as to where he was going or what he was doing. And, and apparently, like, this was all discussed before he said he was coming back, and the, the Bucs knew about it. And, of course, the longer he – and it said that he was going to be gone like the first two weeks, and now it's been the first two weeks, and now everybody's fucking wigging out, spe, speculating. And apparently, there was a deal done where he was coming back to the Raiders, and Gruden put the – put the ax to it, and now everybody's sort of coming back to a comment that Brady said when he didn't say who the team was, but he basically said, you're gonna go with that guy? And like, that makes total sense, and I can't remember, it was, oh it was uh, Dana White or some shit said yeah. it, right? right? Uh, I don't know what to believe anymore, but it is, a, Derek Carr, huh? it is a fun story to think about. Yeah, it was like um, basically Gruden, Tom Brady's talking about Gruden's like, dude, you gonna ride out with Derek Carr instead of like, me? <laughs> so, you know,
1: Man, Gruden didn't do himself any good going to the Raiders, huh? uh, Everybody still hates that dude. Yeah, he's gonna have a tough one. (laughs) Uh, He put it on himself. Um,
0: Dude, the 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 um, hard knocks though has been great. I mean, with the Lions this year, and mm -hmm. the Lions are like a you know kind of a fun team to think about. Their fans have just been through it forever. Uh damn have a great quarterback. The leave first year he leaves, he wins the Super Bowl. If that tells you anything about how bad the Lions are. But they got some they got some good players and some good good spots. And I mean, hell man, they might be all right this year. The Lions? Yeah. Their coach is uh their coach is the dude. They only won three games last year. But at the end of the year, they had uh, was it Peterson? Not not Doug Peterson, but hell, I can't remember what his name is. He's like a journeyman player that played for all these other places. And they got Anton Randall L is their wide receivers coach. They got Deuce Staley, their running backs coach. They got Mark Brunel as their quarterbacks coach. They got a defensive guy that is a little bit older generation, but he's cool. Um, I don't know. They're just a very likable team through the first two episodes of the show. There's not really anybody on there that's like, wow, this guy's a prick. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um... Amon Ross St. Brown, dude, that's my guy. That's, that's my breakout player for all of 2022. I think he's going to be a pro bowler. He had monster numbers in like I don't even last know who that days. is. <laughs> just watch he's wide receiver out of USC. All right. I think uh, I think he's going to be extraordinary. Um, anyway, that's my he's my Justin Jefferson kind of breakout guy. Other than that, man, I got nothing. I'm a, I'm a Washington Commanders fan, so we damn sure ain't I nothing to cheer about. Um, we got a we got a shipment, man, and it's from what's his name again? Tim. Yep, Tim sorry, McCray. Sorry, sorry, Tim. Your name isn't actually on the box. Uh, it's from because that's because it is from the place he sent the cookies from called The Dirty Cookie, North Las Vegas, Nevada. So there might be weed in these cookies. Like, my first question to, to Big Hawk, who had said someone had reached out, was, did this guy make them? Because if he did, I ain't, you know, <laughs> better make sure he's not a Duke fan or some shit like that. Otherwise we're going to be in bad shape but i'm i'm literally opening a box here this is like legit cookie review and there's like a girthy um this is a this is a hefty box of cookies big hawk you want to share with our audience dude there's like 10 foil cellophane on here wow all right we got a label in here all right hang on we have build your own half dozen stuffed cookie assortment quantity 1 cookie 1 red velvet cheesecake no oh boy. Off to a good start. Cookie two. Red velvet cheesecake. Cookie three. Chocolate chip Nutella. Mm-hmm. Cookie four. Chocolate chip Nutella. Cookie five. Mm. White chocolate cookie butter. Wow. As well for number six. Wow. Thank you so much for your purchase. Please share us in your photos by tagging the dirty cookie OC. From Tim McCrae. Enjoy the cookies. Looking forward to the review. Not my company or affiliated in any way. Just a fan of yours, Tyler. Hey, we, well, I, hey, guess what, Tim? Fuck you, man. I'm here too. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, buddy. Thank you for the cookies. This is hey, great. I told him we'd give him an honest review.
1: Yeah, I we mean, you came to the right podcast. Talk, um,
0: talk cookie to me. The the box says we probably should take a picture of it. I'm actually really excited about this one. Well, they packed them so damn tight, I can't get them out. Come on, come to daddy. There it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get that box out of the way. We'll take a little picture. Huh? Velvet. <laughs> red Velvet Cheesecake, bro. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to open ge- the box. Box looks good. Got some best served warm. Well, guess what? Sorry, Bob. Oh, sorry. Room temp. All right. This is obviously the white chocolate. Oh, damn, these things are girthy. Oh,
1: boy. Let's split this one. You want yeah, to split it with we'll me, Bobo? I think there's only two of them. All right. White chocolate. Dude. I was really excited about this, this one. Red Velvet Cheesecake.
2: Uh huh.
0: There you go, Pablo. We got all, right, we'll just put put all this shit. Right this is exactly yeah. what I need. Yeah, just grabbed that. To me. If You guys want right. to ship us any cookies to review? You can send it to SleepHog Worldwide Global Headquarters, three thirty three Fayetteville Street, Suite five hundred eight in Raleigh.
1: You got a white chocolate? Oh yeah, that's the one I'm in. All that's right. the
0: one we're in here. This is uh, this is um, this is white chocolate cookie butter, and this thing is like thick in the bag. Wow. I'm using a box cutter to get in here. All right.
1: All right. I'll start this with a white chocolate um, cookie butter.
2: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. It's not, it's a soft cookie. Um, I can tell if this thing were warm, you kind of bite right through it. And I don't think it'd be as sweet as what we're coming off right here. I'm gonna give this one a pretty good score, and this is this is an honest review. Uh, I'm not doing this because Tim sent it in either. That's a damn good cookie. Um, sleep to your point, you can't eat a lot of them. Mm-mm. That's the thing that you like. Sucks heavy. Mm-hmm. You like to sit down and eat a dozen. Mm-hmm. You're not getting over three Mm-mm. without a, a, mm. some stomach issues. Yeah. Um, immediate stomach issues. Yeah, immediate. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a eight.
2: Pablo. I think it tastes great. T- to talk about the, you can't eat multiple cookies. It was so sweet that my teeth are like tingling right now. Got fur
0: on them. Let's go red red velvet. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go six,
2: six and a half for me. Six
0: and a half. Yep. Too, too sweet for uh, Pablo. Oh, Pablo, man. What'd you say on that Dude, one? Dude, I tell you what, that's a hell of a cookie. I thought that shit was going to be my least favorite because I'm not a big white chocolate guy. It's yeah, easily, come the on be- over here, Pablo. easily the Take best cookie one. I've had on this show so far. Um, I'll go 8-7, which might be, might be a lower score than some other score I've given a cookie. I don't mm-hmm. know. But now we're doing red velvet cheesecake. This is the one that would have benefited from being hot. This is the one I thought was going to wow me. Uh, it's not wow wowing me. But for the record, people, it says... We recommend warming your stuffed cookies in a preheated oven, 350 degrees for three to five minutes or in a microwave for 10 to 15 seconds. There is a microwave in the nest. It would just require one of us to get up and put the cookies in there. It also says, (laughs) if not consumed on delivery, freeze for up to three months or store at room temperature. Okay. Store at room temperature for up to 30 days. Okay. I thought we were in, in trouble there. Um, I go six and a half on it. It's not bad. Not a bad cookie. You me to warm up the one? Nah, nah. Slide <laughs> right into it, mm. uh, It's like the bare Grills of cookies. All right, you. so you hey, I'll give on. the
1: Red Velvet. I I give that one honestly. That was kind of plain. Nothing special. Uh, the texture wasn't as great either. I I'm gonna give this one a a five. Uh, dude,
0: dude, five for me as well. The thing about these cookies is they're like stuffed with stuff in the middle. Yeah, which is. I mean, I'm here for it. This is chocolate chip Nutella. This is the closest thing to a standardized review, right? Like, because we're a chocolate chip cookie review. The
1: foundation, golf the chocolate chip cookie. This is their chocolate chip cookie. So, this is one that really matters. This is what we're going to stack it up against other big dogs uh, and see what it gives us. So, good luck, the dirty cookie.
0: We'll see. I'm still evaluating as I taste. Yeah. Hmm. See, this thing would make a mess if you put it in a microwave, too. Like, could you imagine you got kids, and you put this some bitch in the oven? <laughs> they'd have it on the ceiling. They'd have shit everywhere. I am for those of you listening at home. I would say that I'm combined one full cookie in right now, and I already feel nauseous, which is not a knock by any means. These are cookies, but you will throw up if you eat if you eat three of these. This this these these cookies are
1: dense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of. There are a lot to them. Um, the Nutella is pretty filling Whew, as well. That shit is rich. It is rich. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go seven and a half. I think it's a, it's a good cookie, and if I was in Las Vegas, I would definitely go and get them. Um, all right. I'll be honest. I Price-wise, if I take the price and everything, I think they come in third. I, th- I don't think they can compete with the Whole Foods brown um, mm. brown butter sh- uh, chocolate chip cookie um, with the McDonald's 35 cents per chocolate chip cookie they do a damn good cookie they warm it up nothing old school come in mm. there great cookie then then this cookie the dirty cookie the Nutella chocolate chip cookie that's where it falls it ranks whew. now Pablo would you put the insomnia cookie above this one? I would, too. So it comes in fourth. Mm. I, I'm corrected. Fourth on my list, the double chocolate chip chunk from Insomnia. Slightly better. Uh, so that's where I'd place the dirty cookie. Um,
2: but the first cookie, the white chocolate, is the best one to me. Yeah, it's very
0: good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to say, I'm a big Nutella fan. I don't get a lot of the hazelnut and stuff in this. It's just it's a little bitter almost. I I was like a five for me.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't have the 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 richness or the complexity that you'd want from a, a Nutella cookie but you're right and hey guys the worst score is a Hardy's cookie if you're going to Hardy's to get your cookie you're
0: going to the wrong place you're going you're you yeah you need to mix it up but see here's the thing you guys are going to try you guys are going to run out of real estate you're trying to remember all the cookies and it's really unfair to compare one cookie against another. That's like trying to say whether Michael Jordan or LeBron James or like Bill Russell's like the greatest player, you can get three different answers, you ask three different people. I think we should dumb this down to like round number scores mm-hmm. and just come at it with, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe one or two if a cookie really fucking sucks. And just appreciate each cookie individually. I agree with everything you guys just said, but if we try to do this in eight months, we'll be like, "Well, you remember back in my day when we ate a cookie from fucking Long John Silver's and that shit wasn't—it really, tastes like fish oil." And it's like, okay, fine, right? Like you just kind of remember all these, but all I'm saying is, is chocolate chip cookie wise, is heavy, right? Like mm-hmm. I think it's delicious. It's heavy. We didn't follow instructions. That's one thing. You, yeah, you got. You want our cookie review? You got to realize, like, you want us to do extra shit. Probably ain't gonna do it, so you're gonna get judged on however is put into our possession. I think they're delicious, but I'm like, dude, these are not volume cookies. These are like expensive as hell. Mm-hmm. But you go buy those cookies for this is my this is my argument, and this is not typically my argument. What you looked it up? These things were like thirty six dollars yeah, for six for six. Okay, that's eight dollars a cookie. That's claw territory. However. I could eat half of this cookie and be content. Yep. So that's a dozen cookies for $36 for some custom-ass cookies. like Doesn't come across as such a bad deal anymore. I can't drink half of a White Claw and get enjoyment out of it. I got to drink 12 of them, motherfuckers. So my ratio is I can spend $500 on White Claw for the same joy I get from one half of one cookie from dirty cookie and that damn white chocolate chip ain't fair because you can't review that one against the world and a landscape of chocolate chip but that white chocolate chip dude i'm like gonna make myself sick on it one of the better cookies better cookies i've ever had not best cookie i've ever had but this one was a surprise to me because there's like some shit in the middle and mm-hmm. i understand why they want you to heat them up in the oven
2: mm-hmm. as but, sweet
0: as that was it still was by far the best tasting of oh, the yeah. three hands down uh but Tim dude you're the real MVP yeah for sending us cookies and really starting what we hope will be like a trend so like not only will people st- you know our phone's been ringing off the hook with sponsors you know we're mm-hmm. we guys we're trying to get back to everybody a lot of people throwing a lot of money our way uh, the dirty cookies not one of them but can be you know you want us to keep reviewing your various cookies I tell you what you want us to put it in the oven I know one way you can do it Help us pay the power bill. Um, who is helping us pay the power bills? Jimmy's. And um, man, I tell you what, that white chocolate chip cookie is about as good as a crab cake from Jimmy's Seafood. We're going up there in October. We're going to chow down on those damn crab cakes, dude.
1: I, uh, <laughs> I was in Kentucky over the weekend and I got those crab cakes from my dad. And we we're playing a snooker. I don't know if you ever played that. That sounds like a cookie. <laughs> it's uh basically it's it's a pool, but it's the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, much longer, uh-huh. and the got those little the bumper ball. things in the middle. Uh, the red balls, um, and mm. then you got to make a red before. ball, and then you got to hit a number ball. But the pockets are much smaller. My dad loves it, but he looked at me and goes, Man, those crab cakes from Jimmy's, those things are good. And I was like, Hell yeah, they're good. Uh, he was excited. sent
0: them to him for his birthday.
1: He loved them. They're great. Dude, gifts I shit too. you
0: not. My dad had a heart attack. And three days later, he wanted fucking they're really crab good. cakes. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dude, this is the last thing, you, like, all right. You know? <laughs> I mean that's a true story. I ain't even making that up to be yeah. funny. Motherfuckers about, about died and wants eating wants crab cakes when he wakes up. I was like, All right, dude, you get what you want. Um, dude, yeah, they're great. Um I think I have a new marketing thing that they should do. They should come up with like t shirts or some shit that says you fuck with the crab, you get the call. I don't even know when when and where you would use that, but I just keep thinking about it, and I had to get it out. You know what I mean? So like like Armando blocked somebody's shot. Armando's a sponsored athlete, at Jimmy Scania, so he mm-hmm. blocked somebody's shot this year, like that is a, you fuck with the crab, you get the claw moment right there. You know what I mean? I think they could run with that. And if you guys want to, you can. Uh, or maybe we can. We can have you fuck with the crab, get the claw moment mm-hmm. of the play of the game. I like that. You know? Um, that would re- also require us like, take notes and be prepared and a lot of things that we don't otherwise do. Um, I take notes on the games. We're prepared when a hey, basketball
1: season, you'll get probably as about as insightful as any, mm-hmm. I would say, any... Any media company out there, we'll, we'll, we, oh, yeah. we'll cover the basketball, guys. Oh, yeah.
0: That and Johnny Depp getting divorced. And uh, you two of those things that, that uh, you've come here for your coverage. Uh, guys, Carolina football kicks off Saturday night, eight fifteen. 15 Keenan, Florida A&M, the Rattlers, the, the salty pig meat Rattlers or whatever they're called, uh, going to destroy them. Um, we'll put our picks out because, quite frankly, I got no idea what my pick would it be right now other than the Heels uh obviously and um and yeah let us know your thoughts on you know what you want us to cover in advance of these football games and as uh nba football nfl season's coming first and nba's right behind it then bang we're back in the saddle everybody uh talking about sports again instead of a bunch of dumb shit so for now just hang with us for another couple weeks and uh go heels and stay safe stay safe